Welcome, everybody on the internet, to the sixth episode of Fourth Time Around. Greg, you didn't think we were going to make it to episode six. How does it feel? Feels good. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this is kind of a moment right before Rome fell, you know, right, right when the you start seeing the Visigoths right, the out corner. there on the horizon line kind of thing. Right, and you, you can't quite figure out how to make stirrups for your horses, so you can't have mounted knights. And yeah. You just, you, just, you just worry about things to come. Yeah, but. you worry about everything on the on, in the future. Mike, you, you hope- said that we wouldn't make it past episode two. How does it feel? Right. Uh, I'm scared because yeah. I don't I don't know what we're gonna I don't know how we're gonna fill up another episode. But yeah, right. That's my only concern. I think what if what if we were more controversial? You know, like what if what if we discuss controversial things? Because everybody, you know, all the people that are big in radio, um, like we talk about, yeah. I don't know. I think Aquaman versus Thucydides pretty controversial. No, I agree. To, you know, to, I'm just saying. You know, you know. It seems I've been listening a lot to other radio shows. You know, because I'm sort of interested in it now. And I just, I, I think if one of us was just loud and dumber, hmm. or yeah, really, like maybe or like if there was like a sex scandal or something. Yeah, like right. a, like a Gregory. That always right. Yeah, sex right. scandal. Oh wait, you know what? I you know we're so we're, this is like natural to us now, but uh, you know I, I'm sorry I, for those of you tuning in. You probably don't even know who anybody is. So uh, to my left on the internet, Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. How are you, Greg? Good boys. How are you? Doing well. Greg is joining us actually from an orbital module. Uh, mm-hmm. Just outside the stratosphere, so if occasionally you hear his sound quality go up and down, it's just for that reason. Uh, and to my right on the internet, hailing all the way from Brooklyn, New York, is uh, the Mikey Train, as he likes to be called, the Raging Bull, uh, Michael Mayella. How are you, buddy? I am doing all right. Good, good. So no <laughs> controversy. <laughs> the well, locomotive is, is is surging right now. Huh? Yeah, exactly. There's, like, there's a question. There's something that's been bothering me since the last episode. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, it's just a question. It's like, have you ever wondered, male underwear models, do you think they stuff their underwear? Yes. When they're shooting? Yes. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good question. Well, you're asking this because probably as you travel around the city, you see extremely large billboards, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, and, and you wonder, yeah. Kind of concerned me. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know why. How did you know right away, Greg? That's... Because you what can't I'm go, you can't look, you can't go shopping for men underwear without being kind of creeped out. Yeah, it's true. It is a right. the process has no. It's similar. it's a big problem. Yeah, and, I, and problem. I don't mean you know. Listen, I don't have anything against you know male models, but you sure. know it's kind of offensive. I don't want you know. Like right. I, I don't. Yeah, I know. I know. I agree. You don't. You don't need to see junk to know that you need. We underwear, don't need. You know. Right. 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 Why I mean, does I someone it, address that? I don't yeah. Know. And you can't exactly like if you're a little kid or whatever. If you're like a high schooler or you know, freshman in college, you don't want your mom buying underwear for you, yeah, right? It's, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, because it's you know. Yeah, or in Mike's case, if you're nearly thirty. Right. Uh, right. You don't, you don't and, want your mom and, and, buying yeah, underwear. Yeah, and your mom's like, uh, I really need to stop buying this. It's creeping me out, Mike. Uh, yeah. Well. All right. Well, oh, thanks. You know, guys, I had an I had an idea for a new segment. It's a real short one, but I thought that we'd start we start the show off with it. Is that all right? Hit it. Sure. All right. It's got a little game I like to call uh, What's in Your Bedroom? So everybody's going to take yeah, a guess right. on, uh, on, on one item uh, that is in the other person's bedroom. So, Mike, if you could go ahead and guess just one item that you think is in Greg's bedroom, 
And uh, Greg, you can guess uh, what's in mine, and I'm going to guess one item of uh, Mike's. Does that make sense to everybody? Okay. Yeah, sure. go ahead. All right. So, uh, Mike, Mike, go ahead, buddy. What do, you, what do you think is one item that is in Greg's bedroom? Um, I'm going to guess, is there some sort of plastic figurine of the Simpsons character? Uh, you're close. I have several Family Guy figurines. And this is true. This is no lie. And in fact, no, they're still they're yeah. still in their packaging, by the way, mint condition, folks. So yeah, I'm bitters. Yeah. I know it's no lie because I used to live with you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's mint condition. I, I mean, we weren't. Let's we take were just, it further, Mike. Let's is is that right. sad or not sad? Or the sign of a good collector? Um, are the are is it just a good a good collector keeping his plastic figures in mint condition? Thank you. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm gonna venture to say that it is dedication. Okay, Gregory oh. is right. a dedicated nice. collector. Okay, great. But yeah, yeah I, don't, also say it. Now, I don't have any figurines of my orbital satellite right now. But yeah, well, it's very tight there. They didn't allow you to bring very much. Well, the monkeys are running everything, so I, they may yeah. need me on the microphone. So which is no different from your right. average Wednesday night with Greg. No, yeah, the mon- yeah the monkeys are actually in my house, usually controlling everything else. So so uh, Greg. Greg, so the answer was um, was one plastic figurine, and uh, it turns out to be true. Greg does have a couple plastic figurines, so good job, Mike. Way to way to, way to nail that one on the head. Greg, go ahead, buddy. What do you think? One item in my bedroom. Oh gosh. Um, I know it's a creepy. It's just a creepy ask. <laughs> Don't even. I've often wondered. Yeah. Well, I've often pictured myself. I'm gonna go with uh, bolt cutters. Yeah. Because I see you breaking into factories <laughs> yeah. and/or government installations a lot. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to bolt cutters. You're right. That's that's amazing. All yeah, right. I, see? Uh, yeah. I have a, I have a, right. I have some sweaters up in the top right of my closet, and underneath those, I, I have some bolt cutters. Good. So uh, yeah, for lots of reasons. Um, not only um, not only the thieving kind. Right. So uh, right. so good job, Greg. Thanks. All right. So I'm going to guess what's in Mike's. Um, mm-hmm. in Mike's bedroom here. Let me think. Let me think for a minute. Is there perhaps a hmm, some sort of chainmail garment that was made of uh, some sort of ore that you could only get from the mines of Moria? Mithril, I think it's called. Yeah, exactly. Like sort of a glowing silver. You know, you're you, <laughs> you, like you're, you're right. You got me. Um, Gandalf yeah. gave that to me when he. Right, back when I was in the sixth grade. Well done. Um, well done. Right. Yeah. Is this yeah. when you visited at your house any... or at the time? This Other was time. the second visit. I it was during the of, daytime. I, mean, open. Yeah. I just want to make this clear. A lot of the allegations um, against Gandalf uh, right. is still in litigation. So I, mean, no, I don't think we, we should say, talk about it. Yeah, I don't think we should say too much about uh, you know, his habits. The alleged vegetation um, by Gandalf. That's right, yeah. Okay. Got is it. that okay with you and your lawyers, Mike? Oh, yeah, just anything. We were just great buds. Hey, yeah. do you have, a, like, a centaur lawyer or something like that? Yeah, I would think, yeah. What? I would think a centaur lawyer make a great lawyer because they're half, they're half feral beasts. Oh, oh. It's true, yeah. You stay away from centaurs because they'll kill you. That, well, they'd be great yeah, for exactly. lawyering, though. Yeah. Their blood is poisonous. Yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Look it up. No. I, I, facts. I don't need to look it up. I have centaur blood in my fridge just for that purpose. <laughs> exactly. When you bust into government installation with your bolt cutters to look. Anyhow. I mean, I don't like a lot of people, right? So I carry around a lot of centaur blood. Right. <laughs> if I'm gonna get them, I get them with centaur. Blood. <laughs> I'm gonna get them with centaur blood. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for playing that that brief little game uh, called "What's in Your Bedroom." 
Um, as right. creepy as that was, uh, I'm glad that we got to know each other a little better. Enlightening. Yeah, it was a little a little scary. We're going to go ahead and go on to, to a segment that we started last week um, called Wingman. Was that, was that sizzly enough there? Yeah, that, I liked it. You liked that? I was trying to – That trying was to, awesome. All right, cool. All right, Greg and Mike ask me questions, and uh, I, I decide who would be better under that circumstance to bring in, I, either Greg or Mike. So they're going to give me a situation, and I'm going to decide who, who I would rather have, uh, Greg or Mike. So Right. And I believe I won last time. You did win. Um, yeah, you did win. Yeah. Barely. The grand prize. It was, yeah, the barely. Right. You won the grand prize of being, of being uh, my ultimate wingman. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right, so I think I guess prospect. I'll go. I mean, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. But, right. But yeah, you got <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll jump right into it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, all right. So, uh, Ross, all right. So, once again, I think you're going to we have you in some dire situations here. Of course. Um, I don't know what that if that's what that says about us, but it means you don't you like are, it. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, you are stranded in the Sahara mm-hmm. while on a safari trip to Africa because you know you like doing some hunting out I do. there. Yeah, I do. Um, right, but you know you you kind of get lost out in the desert there, and mm-hmm. you start to hallucinate due sure. to dehydration and exhaustion. Sure. Well, all of a sudden you start to see a uh, mirage. Uh, if you will. This is elaborate. And, uh, I like this. This is elaborate. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah you going. see a mirage of a certain friend yeah. handing you a glass of water. Yeah. And <laughs> and is is that Greg or or myself that you I see? see? I see. This so, is a lot. It's a mirage. Yeah. You wouldn't be exactly. imagining anybody else. Yeah. But so. And maybe like we sit down with you and start to chat and. Yeah. You know, so it's one. Of, so sort of in my in my hallucinogenic haze, you know, I I, I deem that one of you is is the. the this is this is like heart. at a subconscious level. You see sure. what I'm getting at? Yeah, this, I do. This yeah. is like your body's instinct when you're dying is like. Right. Oh, who's who, who's your brain gonna force yourself? Yeah, to? I I know exactly who it's gonna go. It's gonna go with with Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. Yes, to get Mike. Because I know that that. You know, he's called me and asked me uh, all my last locations uh, before I went hunting. So right. if I did go missing, um, that he would know exactly where to find me. He's also stockpiled a large amount of water and first aid supplies. And uh, he has several <laughs> cans of gas available on the back of his Jeep, as well as a small hunting rifle uh, in mm-hmm. case things go bad. Right. Um, now, this is something I know about Greg You know, instantaneously when I tell him that I'm going to go on a trip. Uh, he constantly calls me every 10 minutes and checks up on me. Right. Well, I also have a GPS patch I put in your back. That's true, and it hurt at first, but now right. you know a lot of the movement is, is returning back there. So thank you, thank you for that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Greg because uh, yeah, because he would save. He would definitely be there with the water. So okay, um, I guess it's my right. turn. Okay, you are uh, Captain John Miller, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks's character in Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm of course talking about the pivotal, horrible, really painful scene to watch when Adam Goldberg, yeah, Robert Stanley Mellish is mm-hmm. killed by the German with a knife. That is a terrible scene. That's a yeah. horrible. I mean, that is scene. that really is a terrible scene. He's I know we, we, for his we life. Make, he's yeah. like, no, 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 don't, 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 and then he's dead. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. We make a lot of jokes on this on this podcast, but this is this is no joking matter. Oh, right? it's horrible. And then the German just tells him to shh. Yeah. Okay, anyhow, so. Who would have beaten the German, me or Mike? Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, mm. that, that is an excellent question. Um, I know that you wouldn't have because you're German. Um, right. So yeah, you would have, you would have helped him, and the scene would have been over twice as fast. 
Right. Uh, right. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to go with <laughs> Mike here because at least I know that in that pivotal moment, he's not going to join the other side. Yeah, but he's Italian. Mike's Italian, so he's an ally. That's true. Yeah, I know. I, I I agree with you in the, in that point. But Mike also has, uh, you know, he's got some some subterfuge in him. Um, whereas the instant they start <laughs> some Wagner and you hear some rousing speeches, I know Greg, you're already lost. Ah, uh, oh you well. Know? All right, one one. Yep. Market. Yeah. Look right here. Once they show you a nice uniform and you're done. I mean, it's just something in your blood. <laughs> it's all they're pretty. Look, right. they were nice uniforms. What's to do? Exactly. They got they got shiny buttons. I mean, that's all and you leather. Need. Yeah. Leather. Yeah. Well, I know how. I know you're a big fan of of that. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead with this one. This is this is my favorite one. Sure. Um, for this week. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Ross, you're a Vietnam vet. I am. The year is 1980, 1981. Okay. And uh, you've snapped after being harassed by a small town uh, cop. Sure. And uh, who these cops hunted you into the woods. Um, sounds very familiar. And they tried to kill you. This did happen once. Yeah, right. It was in '85. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. And uh, you, you re- so now you're sort of uh, um, having these flashbacks, and, sure. and you think you're back in Vietnam, and you're going right. after the blood of these cops, sure. and nothing will stop you except your old colonel uh, who helped train you. Oh, uh, sure. Like this is like to Rambo too. You- uh, there are similarities. Yeah. To, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Or, go ahead. or Rambo one. You yeah. Know. yeah. They, don't, they never told me how to turn <laughs> it off, Greg. Sorry. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Right, you scream out, you scream out, first blood, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's a whole mess. And you need a, your colonel who trains you to come in and talk uh, okay. you down. Right, okay. right. Yeah. Is that going to be is that Greg or me who uh, gets to be play the part of the colonel? Sure. I mean, I yeah. And this is first of all, uh, thank you for for knowing that much about my life that you would ask me a question so intimate. Um, and a lot, a lot of this has actually happened to me. Um, so thank you for that, uh, Mike. I'm going to go with Greg um, nice. because um, Greg, uh, not only would he be able to talk me down, but Greg uh, can build a, a, a trap of punji sticks. Yes. Um, and it takes him about 37 seconds to do right. uh, about eight foot, you know, by six. Right. Uh, it's over, Yeah. It's never, it's never over, Greg. But um, so I think, you know, just for his, uh, you know, and also, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Greg there for, for mainly uh, just his punji digging skills. The, uh, he's really crafty when it comes to, to making, uh, he learned a couple things from Charlie, if you mm-hmm. know, if you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> Rat holes. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Um, you are in the world of Terminator 2. Uh, yep. True. And you have to go destroy um, the Dyson facility. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you have to bring in Miles Dyson into the mix. Yep. Jim Morton. Um, I know. Yeah, I remember him well. Yeah. And so I get – well, Dyson is shot. Yes, he is. And yeah. he has the detonator. <laughs> and he's breathing, and all of a sudden, he's, his last breath. Yeah. Yeah. Click kabooming. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah. who do you choose to be Miles Dyson? Who has uh, the guts? That is great. To allow it to go off. Okay, yeah. well, here's all right. Here's the deal with this one, and it's a great question. But I'm gonna go with both of you, and this is the reason why. Okay. It's because I want one half of the detonator <laughs> in in Mike's hand, and one half of the detonator in Greg's hand. Okay. Um. So you both you both can go together. Oh, okay. I'll, that's. That's kind yeah. of beautiful slash it is. a little strange. It is a little strange, but uh, it would be the easiest way for me to get rid of you, too. Oh, okay. 
And right. um, and I think it, you know uh, it'd be somewhat symbolic. So. Yeah, no, I don't, well, that's true. It's a noble death. Noble it death. is. Yeah, exactly. It is a noble death. So I mean, All I right. think uh, so. Yeah, so I mean, it's three. It's three two. I'm winning by one. By one, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Mike, your turn. So Mike, here's the. Go ahead. Give me the tiebreaker, or the tie maker. All right, one more. Um, okay. Uh, in this case, uh, Ross, you are president of the United States. Okay. You did it finally. Finally, got to wait. Your platform of of uh, centaur yeah. poisoning and my stuff, centaur blood and bolt cutting. Has, and uh, first yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. It was his, uh, and and yeah, it was your 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 campaign promise to um, bomb and wipe out Sri Lanka, uh, which it came true. gained yeah. your popularity. And actually, you're in Iowa right now giving a speech um, okay. on the benefits it. of going to war and and wiping out Sri Lanka. Okay. Um, and surprisingly, people are okay with that. Most people are like, "Is this through a weapon of earthquakes or?" Yeah. How am I gonna? Am I, gonna um, I think it's through. Uh, we're gonna nuke him, Greg. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Don't so waste times. Got it. Yeah. The Americans don't waste time. You know. The American no, way. <laughs> yeah. When we when we decide, you know, that we're ready to do something, we're ready to do it. So. Yeah. We want to vaporize. So they call people. it the A bomb. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. A for America. A for um, Captain America. For yeah. A team. Yeah. I think what if we could <laughs> we could get Captain America to fly the bomb into Sri Lanka? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be the real. And that or, or he, he puts the bomb on his shield, or shield. Yeah, and throws the shield. I like that. Yeah. Oh right, wait, no. Right. All right, our president flies flies the bomb over and parachutes out just before it explodes. <laughs> yeah. With the big American yeah, flag parachute. Yeah, or or, or the rocket awesome. shoes or something like that. Rocket shoes. Yeah, that shoot red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Anyhow, America. I'm sorry, Mike. We got distracted by patriotism. Go ahead. Well, I think it would only be better if you had. Like Bruce Springsteen would have to be there too. Yeah, I'd bring him there, like no, playing, can, like uh, parachuting with you. Yeah, singing. you can do a tandem jump, like with with. Born in the yeah, US. Springsteen is like on your on yeah. your back with like an acoustic guitar. All the president. Yeah, and like, drops the bomb. Yeah, he's got his harmonica rack on. You know, he's, he's playing Nebraska while yeah. while the while the you know while the bomb goes up. Go ahead though. But, this, this, yeah. And somehow Clarence is there too with the saxophone inexplicably. You're giving a speech on, like, yeah. You're, yeah. You're you're trying to explain to the country you're going to send Captain America and all this. Yep. And um, <laughs> would be assassin fire several bullets at you totally out of nowhere. Right. But fortunately, you have some of the best Secret Servicemen there standing by you. I do. One of them, the bravest of them, jumps in front of you and takes several bullets for you. Wow. Right in the chest. Wow. And of course, the only two Secret Service men that are there are Greg and myself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just because the country, you figured well, I'm not going to meet anybody else, and yeah. you made a wise choice because you and really don't get any more. And what's going to, you know, I mean. Well, this is right after we so took I'm the curious. shot on the Somali pirates, too, That's by right. the way. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got right. transferred from the SEAL team to Secret Service now. All right. So. Right. Right. So I'm curious, who, who, which one of us is going to be taking a bullet for you? Yeah, I mean it's Mike Mayola because uh, I mean you have the you have the greater sense of uh, sense of nobility. Being a hobbit, you have uh... no, not anything. I'm just saying in general, oh. you know. Yeah, you have. I think that I think that, I mean you would have to get the thing is though is even though I want to recognize the sense of nobility that you possess is that you would have to get like a step ladder first. 
you know? <laughs> so, like, let's say you got, like, a fold-out stepladder in the Secret Service, you know, in, like, your coat, and you throw that on the ground, and then you can walk up the steps to be tall enough to take those bullets. So, now, think, are, are you implying that I'm actually involved in the plot? Like, Yeah, I am, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, right, I mean, well, I, I'm saying that... Being honest. I'm, just, I'm saying that if it was <laughs> some kind of German plot, uh, that you would be right there right. with... Yeah, so I mean, I can't, I can't trust you in the same sense that I can trust. Um, and as I'm lying there, di- yeah, and then as I'm lying there dying, you, you take me in your arms, and I'm like, it was Greg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then I shoot Mike, that, so he can't finish. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, all he gets out like, is like, Mike it's was very oh, yeah. yeah, it was gross. Right. And then he's yeah, and then he's, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Mike as long as you have the fold-out stepladder. Other, you know, as long as that rocks. Right, which yeah. I always carry around with me, anyways. Yeah, well, I always carry that with yeah, me. Yeah, Secret Service Mandate 1.472 declared that any Secret Service agent under the height of four foot one, which you are, um, has to carry expandable uh, step stool. So, yep. yep, right. I believe that was after uh, true, Reagan. Was Reagan was was shot at. So. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. It's true. Well, it's 3-3. Three, three, so it's 3-3. So. Well, I'm going to leave it as a tie because yeah. uh, because that's, I mean, it's wingman. I think I'm okay with 3-3 with, with three, three for that. Cool. All right. So we're going to move on to the next Fair segment. Enough. This is a new segment uh, for this week and for, for the show in general. It's going to be called uh, Dr. Mike. And as you know, or maybe those of you who don't know, uh, Michael Mela possesses several uh, different degrees from accredited institutions, both here in the United States and over in Europe. Um, he's a doctor of, uh, of uh, psychology, uh, holistic medicine, uh, internal medicine. And uh, is there anything else that I missed there, uh, Mike? Or? Gynecology. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry, we, we'll no. cut that out. We'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll no. cut that part out. No, no, he made a lot of money um, in, in both gynecology and plastic surgery. Um, and he, he owned his own shop uh, called Creepy. <laughs> so, okay, so this segment <laughs> called... Uh, I'm I, don't, I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, that's fine. No, it was a good, very I serious it, business. I thought it was a good name for a, for a shop, but it just didn't have the kind of the kind of pull that you wanted. Um, all right, so we're going to ask uh, Dr. Mike some questions, relationship questions, uh, health questions, um, psychology questions in some instances, and Mike's going to do his best to instruct us on uh, on what to do. Does that sound about right, Mikey? Sure. Okay. You ready, Doctor? Awesome. I mean, I'm sorry, Doctor Mike. Should I call you? Or? Yeah, that's proper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I prefer if you call me Doctor. <laughs> he okay, didn't do Mike. 18 years of medical school just so we could call him Michael. So that's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so my my well, my first disease we need help being being cured uh, is a psychological disease called uh, flat world syndrome, mm. where the patient suffers from belief that the world is flat. Mm. So how do you, how do you cure them of this, Mike? Is it through you know talk therapy or is it drugs or yeah. some kind of surgery? Yeah. Or do you what send do you, them on a long ocean voyage? Why right, do you show them the curvature of the Earth from space? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. See, I I, I don't believe. I, I think it's kind of better to keep them. Um, I, I don't believe in like showing them a picture of the the globe because that might just freak them out too much. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, you could probably prove that pretty quickly by just showing them that the world is in fact round yeah right um so what i would do is to um tell them to yeah you're right go go my my mission for you is to go and uh try, try to walk off the edge of the earth and uh, send them off walk yeah okay and and so say, when, they, um, when they hit full circle they're like oh wait 
It's only possible if it's a full. Right. Either they'll walk to their to their death, or they'll finally realize I'm right, and I'll you know tell them, hey, send me a postcard. You know when you when you get it, because sometimes you got to be tough. It's it's called um, tough love, and it's actually a field of psychology. Uh, Started by um, Uh, Dr. Van Nostrum, and Uh, sort of continued. Yes. Van Nostrum, and then and then it was sort of uh, you know altered and. And perverted a little bit, if you will, under Dr. Phil. And but, uh, who could forget uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan's um, his contribution right. to that field of psychology. So. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Ross? Yeah, Dr. Mike, I have a, I have a relationship question for you. I hope I, is that okay? Or? Oh, good. Oh, perfect. I mean, I know that, I know that amongst other uh, expertise, and I do want to stress that because you know you know so many things about about so many things. Um, relationships <laughs> is one of them. I know that, that um, sure. yeah that you're an expert at this, so I figured I can only come to you with this question. So, mm-hmm. so I've I've sure. known this I've known this girl for a while, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I think she's a great girl. You know I think it's a wonderful opportunity here. Um, but I've discovered a video of her on the internet. Mm. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So what okay. you know? What okay. I what I? How does that make me feel? What do I do now, Doctor Mike? Uh, right. Could you elaborate a little bit? What kind of video was this? I'm. You know. I mean, this is a family what show here. Doing so. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. This is. We'll we'll just keep it keep it simple to say it is. Mm. Uh, it is a. Um, uh, was she in some compromising positions with? Yeah. Maybe. Was there another person? Yeah. That, I mean, that could be the way you could construe that. Interesting. Yeah, so she was so in layman's terms, she was. We would say she was getting her freak on. I think. Um. um yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's the. That's actually a medical yeah. term too. Okay, yeah. That's. A, I'm sorry. I forgot. You're the doctor here. Yes. That's what. That. That is right. much. That is what is going on. So help. Um, that is actually right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what I mean. So I see. So you have have how long have you been seeing her? Uh, I mean, this just. I mean, brings some questions to light, as you can imagine. You know. So. Hmm. You know, mm. I mean, what do I, you know, what do I, what do so I do? So you can do one of two things here. Okay. You can either ignore it. Okay. And go along with her. Yeah. Or. Yeah. You can just cut things off now. Yeah. Now, what would be the benefit of cutting things off now? Well, you'd have your integrity. Yeah. But you'd be alone. So I'm going to go with. Wait, no. Well, probably first of all, to... you said that I would have my integrity, and that has been gone for so long. Yeah, right? is that really fair to accuse yeah. him of having yeah. that still? I mean, if I saw my integrity on the street, I wouldn't even recognize him. Yeah, Maybe. who's that? Yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> who's that weird-looking guy? You know? <laughs> just some dude. Yeah, just some that, I picture, like, Ross, like, in a suit with, like, a top hat. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's his integrity. That's my integrity. Going. Yeah, and he, yeah, caught, he right. caught the last train out of here a long time. Right, and then, like, he sees him being hit. Yeah, well, no, no, he gets hit by a train. Yeah. Like, you're like, right. wasn't that right. my integrity smash? So so those are my only choices then, Dr. Mike. That's what I got. Lever or sir. Yeah, I see. I would stay with her because if you stay with her, then here's what you do. The minute, yeah. the second she does something... Uh, that you don't like, you you bring that. You pull that card out you and you that, say, that "Look at this! Card. Bam! Yeah, it is a huge card." And you yeah. say, "Check out this little video I saw." Yeah. Um, you're going to do exactly what I say, or yeah. I'm going to show this to your boss or whatever. Okay, so blackmail. So, Mike is encouraging yeah, extortion. Right. That, that's the healthiest for a healthy thing, relationship. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Doctor Mike. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Because in the end, women respect some a man of power, so that's what you're going to be. You yeah. fear them one or the other. 
All right. Well, thank you, yeah. Dr. Mike. I feel better about it. Sure. Okay. Um, Mike, I have a – now, this is – this uh, problem. Doctor. Excuse doctor. me. Doctor. Me. Uh, Dr. Mike, there's a problem on the horizon that I've been preparing for for a long time, and that, of course, is the influx of the uh, vampire horde. Oh, that true. Will, that will eventually uh, plague mankind. And my question right. is, uh, now, of course, I'm dealing with vampires who are created through a virus. Uh, hey, can I, so Greg, can I, can I side note this for one second? All right, go ahead, yes. I mean, have you guys noticed, like, have you, have you guys been to a bookstore recently? How so? I don't really. I don't know how to read. So yeah, okay. I know you're illiterate, so I probably. This <laughs> you did, question is more. You did. You did your your medical degrees from audiobook. That's true. Yeah. Well, no, we shouldn't make fun of him because he, he did. Yeah, he overcome a great disability there in being illiterate. Um. So have you noticed in these in the bookstores these days how many like uh like secondhand vampire novels are out there? Well, see, and this is my question. I think yeah. this is by the. I think some of the Illuminati that we talked about earlier in the episode. Sure. I think. Yeah. And at least several are vampires. Yeah. So they're kind of getting us used to the fact of having vampires mm -hmm. around. I see. So, like, eventually we're going to have, like, nonfiction, fiction, and then, like, a vampire section. Yeah, like, all of a sudden we'll see a documentary on HBO. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not a... It's not a show. It's a documentary. Yeah. Right. So... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just... Uh, it's right. amazing so this my... influx of terrible vampireness. No, it's right. true. Yeah. Right. Okay, so true. in this case... This, this vampirism is caused by a virus. It's not some supernatural thing like in other vampire stories. Sure, get the science right. That's right. Okay. So you are Chris Christopherson in Blade, essentially. Oh, great movie. Yeah, right? Great movie. Yeah. Right? Great film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. And I'm sorry, what's, 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 could you say that again? I couldn't hear you. The, so what's the film? Blade. Oh. I don't think okay. I should have to repeat that twice. Right. That, Mike. All right. They cut out. Wesley Snipes and Chris Gustavus in the movie's Blade. I know the movie, but it, it yeah. cut out. I didn't hear what he said. Right, well, you better you know, know Blade. The beer I had for breakfast, I, so on and so forth. Yeah. Chris Gustavus. Right, right. so, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's a great Sunday morning coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Mike, how do you cure the vampire plague <laughs> if it's a virus? So, are you, so you're concerned. If you're concerned about getting infected, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's interesting. Uh, well, this is very tricky. You got to be careful. You got to be careful with vampires. Yeah. So, how do you know you're infected? Well, one sign is you've probably slept with a vampire. That's that's a sign because yeah. they'll bite you during uh, right. coitus, yeah, if you will. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Term. Was that? Oh, hold on, real quick, Ross. Was that video that you saw your girlfriend or whoever oh, girl is? That would change things. Um, was it a vampiric video? Yes. Um, no, no. I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, no, okay. no to that. So one. you're safe in that regard. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. So. Right. Well, you can basically do several things, Gregory. Um, but your choices are limited because once you're infected, you're infected. We haven't found a cure yet. It's true. So you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna stow yourself away out of the sunlight because that will kill you. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing you're going to want to do is probably find a mate, because if my viewing of True Blood is accurate, and I think it is because yeah. I'm a doctor. You are a doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are amazing in the bedroom. Oh, okay. Mm. So, so you're, saying, you're yeah. saying go with your infection. Work with work. And basically, yeah. you want to embrace it because, look, you'll live forever. True. And... 
that could be really awesome. Could be. Now the side effects will be you'll lose all your friends and family um, and everyone <laughs> you you've ever them. loved. They'll and you'll die probably out. Want to eat them at some right. point? Right. Might be tempted to eat them, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would think so. So you're gonna yeah. want to you're gonna want to find like old people. Well, if you get the urge to eat, go near old people or maybe really small kids. I eat see. those off first before yeah. you eat your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you're just gonna want to stay out of the sunlight and try to ride this thing out for a few centuries. And okay, got it. Okay, okay. Thank so, you, Doctor Mike. I appreciate that. Sure, sure. Good. Well, that was uh, that was uh, that was Doctor Mike. Uh, Mike, first of all, I know that you have a, a really busy schedule, so thank you for coming on and answering yeah, uh, and answering those questions uh, for us. So, sure, yeah. we, had a, we had a fly in especially for this interview. We did. Yeah, um, it's expensive to get Doctor Mike. Uh, well, especially with the whole swine flu going on. You know, right. I've been really busy. And vampirism. <laughs> you know, I mean, and vampirism. So. All right. Well, thank you, Doctor Mike, for, for coming by. Um, now we're looking at, uh, let's see what we got here. We're going to finish it up since time seems to be going a little long these days. We're going to do, uh, one of the favorites amongst, uh, amongst all seven people who listen to us. Uh, thank you, seven people. Uh, mm-hmm. one of which is probably all of our parents. So it's probably one or two actual humans. Thank you. One or two actual humans. We're going to do some verses round. Greg, right. how do you feel today? Uh, I feel good. Uh, I'm a little jet lagged, but other sure. than that, I'm ready to go. Because you are in the orbital space station, so right. Or yeah. sorry, rocket lagged. I guess yeah, the rocket lag is the correct term. Yeah. I, okay. Oh yeah, Doctor Mike awesome. will be able to correct us next week on whether that's the the correct term or not. Okay. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. I'm just gonna jump okay. on. Are you ready? Hit it. All right. For those of you who don't know, haven't listened to the game, or have never played the game before, you can do it at home and join us for versus mode. We're going to ask Greg Wolf several questions, uh, battles, um, sometimes they're mental battles, sometimes they're battles of nature, philosophical battles, historical battles. We're going to ask him those type of questions, and Greg's going to tell us who wins and why. And we've decided beforehand uh, who would win and, uh, and why, and we're going to give him a point depending on whether, uh, whether we agree with him or not. Is that about right, boys? Yeah, and I, I have not yep. heard who these people are. That's true. Yeah, he has no idea who this is, no. and uh, he also gets the right to claim one Pyrrhic victory between the two, which is a battle, but it is a, a costly one. Right. Um, right. For you historians. And these, these these have all taken place, by the way, so yeah. there is a right and wrong answer. To yeah, at one, one time in history, these things have come to pass. So uh, right. we're just... We're just so we are grading, Greg. Yeah, we are okay. grading. Uh, okay. There's, there's no curve for this, right? No curve. This is... Are you ready, buddy? All right, let's hit it. First question versus... Go. Millie Vanilli... Oh. Versus Geraldo's mustache. Um, you know I gotta end this quick. It's uh, it's the mustache, just awesome. because we know it's genuine. Yep. It's not fake, and Millie yep. Vanilli, of course, are, is fake beyond all recognition. So mm. that, that's okay. that's easy. Good point. So you're, you're, Good point. you don't think that Geraldo's mustache maybe is some sort of alien creature that's parasitic and attached himself to his face? If any, well, that gives even more power. Okay. I mean, it might be right. like Venom in that regard. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, some sort of symbiotic relationship yeah. between Geraldo's stupidity and his mustache. Or... Right. No, I, I'm going to – that even even more so beats the hell okay. out of Millie Vanilli. I'm going to give you a point because Geraldo's mustache is probably the most terrifying thing in God's universe. All right. So, that's one. All right. All right. Uh, all right so, Greg. Uh, Darth Vader hmm. versus the Spanish Inquisition. Ooh. Oh. Um, yeah, it's got to go Vader. You know, the, the guy's got a lightsaber, really? and he's not above killing younglings, a lot of them, yep. by the way. Um, so, yeah, he's just slicing in, in Inquisitors left and right. There's no... But w- really? 
Oh, it's, it's, right. it's a quick it's a quick fight. These, these Do are they quick, at least uh, get to torture him? Do they at least get to torture no, him? No, so he's the Dark Lord of the Sith. He just strangles people at will and then yeah. cuts them in half. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a mean man. And then somehow he kills wow. an entire village of sand people, and and Padme is not really freaked out by that. But that's another story. Anyhow, yeah, it's true. So, yeah, Vader all the way. All right, two points. All right, nice. Because Vader always, Vader definitely always wins. Third question. You ready for it, buddy? Hit it. Skeletor. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Versus another '80s staple, Alf. Oh, um. It's got to be Skeletor. Are we talking the Skeletor uh, played by um, in the live uh, action film with Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, who is of he course. Yes, played by, who, who played uh, Skeletor? Uh, the guy who recently he played Nixon. Look, can I just can I tell you that um, that movie is so sacred to me? I don't even like to talk about it as if it's a oh. film. Okay, so, well, yeah. So yeah. let's not let's not talk about it. like these are actors that were playing them because I, I get kind of offended by that. This is All right, a, the only the only way uh, <laughs> Alf wins yeah. is if he somehow figures out a way of turning Skeletor into a cat and then he eats him. As we yes, we all know Alf eats cats. Yeah. So if Alf and maybe as part of his his uh, his weird equipment, he has some sort of transmognifier that changes Skeletor into a cat, he could win. Yes, that's the only way I see it. But otherwise, otherwise it's Skeletor all the way. All right, Skeletor. I'm also I'm gonna go. I mean, you got points. You got points, buddy. All right, three zero. Three nil. Nice. All right. Um, I hope you don't mind this one. You might want me to cut it, but um. Optimus Prime mm. versus AIDS. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Um, well, I mean, there really isn't a fight here, really. I mean, Optimus Prime's a robot, and AIDS doesn't really affect That's robots. True, yeah. Yeah. But Optimus Prime also is a love, you know, he, he loves humans. He loves he defending them. Yeah. So I think ultimately if, if, if Optimus Prime's human friends get AIDS, he will be defeated. <laughs> You know, in, in his heart, you know, his robot heart. Right, yeah. The uh, Matrix. <laughs> so he'll go on living, but he'll just be really depressed. He'll be really yeah, sad. He'll just, he'll just yeah. despair, and he probably will leave the planet because all his human friends have AIDS, and, you know. Yeah. Wow, that might be a period that. victory then, I think, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds right. like what you're telling me is Pyrrhus. Yeah, King Pyrrhus. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pyrrhic victory. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, I have, uh, I, got, I got two more for you. I think I'm going to get one out of the way real quick here. Are you ready for it? All right, the uh, the inventor of the Italian vernacular and the excellent excellent poet from Florence, Dante, mm -hmm. versus Jason Bourne. Ooh, wow! Well, Jason Bourne has that uncanny ability <laughs> to remember how to fight inexplicably. That's true. Yeah, um, but he doesn't do anything unless provoked. And I don't see, uh, you know, Dante, unless, I mean, unless, okay, here's the, here's the way I see it going. The only way I see it working is if Jason Bourne is hitting on Beatrice. Good call. Yeah. Uh, that's when Dante will go really crazy and yeah. throw Bourne into the river. Right. Right. Um, but again, I'm going to go Bourne. I mean, he's forgotten. How, he, he's so good, he's forgotten how to fight. Yeah. Right. So he knows somebody stopped, you know, he knows he's forgotten more than Dante ever will know about fighting. That's right. Yeah. Well, but maybe Dante. But here I, I have a, I'm going to offer a little objection, though, because I would okay. say couldn't Dante lead him into hell? Yeah. He knows his way around. 
can yeah. he like lead him to the center of the park and then just be like, oops, I'm out of here and yeah. shove and, and then Jason Bourne. Um, Bourne won't know what to do. What if he brings yeah. something back? You know, what if From he's like, all right, Bourne, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in the square. You know, uh, right, at, right. at noon. And but you know, he spends. He calls up Virgil. Him and Virgil go down for you know down for a little while, and they they pick up some Ugolino. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. bring Ugolino I, back. And Ugolino but at the same time, Jason Bourne has guns, so True. and but, you know, this is <laughs> medieval times. You don't yeah. really have anything really to compare to the pistols and machine guns that Bourne can can wield. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to go Bourne. Okay. All right. I'm yeah, going to deduct you one point because Dante is the greatest poet and he always wins. <laughs> Dang it. So, it was a um, trick question. Yeah, All right, it is a so trick question, so you lose that one. Three, one, and Pyrrhic. Yep, that's right. Mikey? Yep. All right, all right another one. Um, all right. Uh, Sauron from Ooh, Lord nice. of the Rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, yeah ever, don't ever explain. Eye. You don't have to I know, explain. I know. Don't ever say that. We all know who I'm he is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, yeah. All right. Sauron versus uh, Titanic, the movie. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. The only movie to to be make a trillion dollars, I think. Um, right. You know, this is odd. I, I, I'm actually rooting for Sauron <laughs> because I hate <laughs> so much. I know. So you're torn, aren't you? Because yeah, you, you hate would, the movie. I would want to be enslaved. Like for all, I, would, I would want my willpower ripped from me by, yeah. the, by the unblinking eye. Just to see that pompous yeah. ass Cameron, you yeah. know, I'm king of the world, you know, with big Kate and Leo, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's gotta be all of, all of Cameron's bravado can't stop, can't stop the hordes that, that spew forth. Does, he, from- does, does, Sor- does Sauron like send an army of orcs, do you think? Yeah. I mean, there's no way that even, I mean, you couldn't, and there's no way Cameron could bring the ring to the to the Mount Doom because he's too flamb. You know, he he'd be making a scene the whole. He'd be videotaping yeah. the whole experience and yeah. saying, <laughs> "He is." You make a documentary out of make the a trial documentary and, about yeah. it, and then and then claim he right. was the. Yeah. So yeah. no, I'm going right. for Sauron, right. even though it means my doom. No, I would rather. I think me and Mike both agree. We would rather uh, be enslaved by Sauron for all eternity than than ever. Ever watched? Titanic. I would shit because you, you know in the end, Gandalf's going to Think save about it this way: yeah. I would argue Cameron would be a worse overlord than Sauron. I agree wholeheartedly with you. Yeah, interesting. You know what I mean? So because one one can only enslave your body, whereas Cameron could enslave your soul. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I go Sauron. That's very true. All right. Well done. I have four points and one purest victory out of a possible five. All right. Here's the last question. Are you ready, my friend? Yeah. Hit it. All right. The T-1000 mm-hmm. um, versus Michael Mayella's ineptitude in technology. Ooh. <laughs> For those of you just uh, just tuning in, let's explain Mike's ineptitude in technology. He had trouble plugging one Ethernet cord from the end of his computer into the router. So yeah. that'll, that'll give you guys out there uh, some evil uh, some playing ground. Yeah. In all fairness, it was complicated. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Greg, what do you what a do you think? To B. Yeah. Um, well, here's the problem with T1000. He's more, and people forget this. He's more <laughs> mechanical than he is electrical or technical. That's true. You know what I mean? He's he can't create. He can't create guns. He can't yeah. create. Has powder and you know explosive chemicals, but he can create knives. Yeah. With his hands. And he's yeah. fast. And he's got hand knives. Um, 
And Mike's pure, just absolute, uh, cl- yeah, just can't fathom. Well, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, yes, I, mean, I don't know. If, yeah, I mean, that, so true. if anything, Mike's disbelief that T one thousand could even exist will defeat him. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, I see, I see. Like, so he doesn't even believe that it's possible, and thus it isn't. Right, bingo. Awesome. So I'm gonna go with my hands down beats T1000. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that too. All right. So All right. we got nice man. That was very well done. So yeah, that even even more so. Like yeah. So Mike would accidentally push over the truck of nitro. You know, and, uh, yeah. frozen nitrogen. Right. And because uh, he was trying to get it out of the way. Yeah. 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 Okay. He was trying to help right. him or something. And he ended up just right. destroying him completely. Yeah. Right. So that's that's five one and a period <laughs> victory for you kids yep. at home with your scorecards. All right, well done. Thank you uh, for playing both here in the studio nice. and uh, and at home, Greg. Once again, it's been awesome. Uh, My pleasure playing versus. Um, all right, well that's all the uh, that's all the plan segments we have uh, we have for this for this week. You've got some mail. Uh, oh, you know what? We did have a question last week. We did. We did. Our buddy. Uh, that's true. Our buddy. Uh, our buddy. We'll call him Frank. Um, to to protect his identity, um, mm-hmm. our buddy mm-hmm. Frank right. sent in a sent in a versus question for us. Maybe we could spend a little a couple minutes here talking about it because you know he did send it in, and it's a good incentive for people to send stuff in if sure. we talk about it. Sure. So uh, his question was, um, which is worse? And I guess I'm the only one that that could answer this is which is worse is a Chicago winter or a Dallas summer? Ooh, yeah. So what do you, what do you guys think, Mike? Which do you think would be worse? Because you're in Brooklyn out there. You, have you wintered yet? You winter, or is this your first winter? I've gone through one winter. Okay, all right. So you know you know what freezing cold is like. What, what do you think? Which is worse, freezing cold or, or Dallas when it's 110? I'm gonna go with I'd rather be in Dallas in the summer. Okay. Because yeah, the winter up north is just awful. Yep, that's true. Yeah. And I don't know why this many people live up here, but it's insane. Yeah. And the the government needs to do something to stop it. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why people are living here. Maybe they can install. But no, I would do De- Dallas definitely. In the age of air conditioners, man, I would do Dallas. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, Greg, what do you think, Dallas? Uh, um, I'm once again while? going. Yeah, I'm going to once again refer to the wisdom of the Dark Knight. Of course. And, and <laughs> the the seeming paradox of the Joker unstoppable force. Versus the Batman unmovable object. Sure, yeah. Mm. And yet Batman still prevails, so the paradox is solved. So I'm going to go, I would prefer Dallas Summer over the cold. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, cold, yeah, you can't, thank God for air conditioning. That's all I got to say. So Batman Batman still wins, so. Okay. So, So Dallas Summer and you win Dallas Summer too, didn't you? Yeah. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Chicago. Chicago winter. Oh, actually, yeah. Surprisingly enough, uh, Gotham City itself. Gotham City. It's it's. <laughs> Uh, you know, because as long as you, uh, there are some supplies that you're going to need, some of them which we talked about last week, uh, including mm-hmm. um, you, the instant that you land at O'Hare during the winter, um, you're going to want to hire yourself uh, in between three to five Sherpas. Right, because two of them are going to die. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, exactly. A lot of those aren't right. going to make it out. And what you want to, when you hire a Sherpa, you're going to look for certain characteristics that are uh, they're, uh, an additive plus when hiring mm-hmm. a Sherpa, you know, mm-hmm. um, like wearing shoes. Um, and appearing to be uh, to be strong to lift your suitcases. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that, that you're looking for uh, in Sherpa hiring. And it's right outside of Gate E um, right. in Chicago. And I, and I always think Sherpas, they can laugh in the face of death. So they have to True. have a good sense of humor. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? 
Yeah. So if you just go by the taxi stand, you walk just a little further down there, you're going to see the Sherpas. Uh, you know, you're going to want to hire a couple of those. And you're also going to want to get some Tom Toms. Now, a Tom Tom is a creature that is native to the Iceland of Hoth. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have a couple of those behind you, if it gets too cold out there on uh, where I where I used to live uh, on Clark and Diversity Street, um, if you couldn't make it home um, from school, what what you did is is you you cut the tom tom open and you crawled inside. Right. Um, and you just, thought just, it, you thought they smelled worse on the outside. It did, yeah, it did. But but right. the thing is that it kept you warm. Um, at is least the tom tom a living thing? Yeah, the tom tom yeah, is a, a living thing. It's a uh, it's a it's a, a four a four uh, legged creature, although it only stands on two legs, uh, and it's native, as I said, to the ice planet of Hoth. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have those supplies, I think uh, I think you can weather any type of winter at all. So I'm going to go with, with Chicago winter. So. Wow, yeah. city of big shoulders wins. That's true, yeah, and I have the smallest shoulders ever invented. So uh, if I can say that, um, <laughs> then you know, yeah, then you know, you know, you can weather it. If I can weather you it, you do have small shoulders. I do, yeah. I actually, uh, yes, it's true. Very I mean, dainty, though. Uh, yeah, that's well. It help, look, let's be honest. It helps you escape certain government facilities through chain link fences alone. True, you know? and uh, it's true. also helped me run away very quickly from uh, lots of people who uh, meant to do me ill. Or well, the snow creatures you find in caves in Chicago. That's true. There are there are the occasional. Um, the Yeti has made a couple appearances, um, mm-hmm. uh, but we talked about him last week in his battle uh, with Jack Bauer. And he so, cut his uh, arm off with a lightsaber. I, so. Well, I don't like to brag. All right, but uh, I've done some things. I've done some things. Oh, well. I bet you've done some things. I have. Yeah, and I'm not not proud of a lot of them, but yeah, I've done. Uh, how did this turn into like therapy hour where I'm? I'm just like it, I know. It usually yeah. devolves into either Mike's depressing stories well, or. Fortunately, I am a certified. Um, yeah, yeah I, I am certified as a therapist. So that's true. Yeah. True. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, once again, readers. Thanks you for your question, Frank. Um, that is not your real name. This is just a, a name we've given you to protect your identity. Um, if you have any reader uh, questions, go ahead and send them to uh, mikemayella at gmail.com, or you can also reach me, uh, rolsaver at aol.com. Mike, you want to talk about the blog for just a bit? Sure, you can check it out. It's uh, uh, Strangers, Outlaws, and Hispanics, uh, all one word, uh, dot blogspot.com. Yeah. Uh, check it out. I'm and you've been updating to, pretty frequently, I've noticed. So. Uh, at least once a week, sometimes right. twice a week. Uh, we're getting ready to start the uh, uh, Beard Challenge Fall 2009. I saw that, yeah. Pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be starting up next week, hopefully, God willing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I would you know, take pictures, right? Of progress. Yeah, yeah, I will be. Um, I got a wedding this weekend. I'm going to, so you know, I always got to look good for that. So I'm going to shave. Got, got to, got to be unfettered and just all out there. You know, you got to be clean shaven for a wedding. That's true because um, you, when you strike yeah. out, you want to, you know, you want to just to like glance off you. You know, you don't. Yeah, because when I'm, you know, because when I'm, you know, three sheets to the wind on right. my rum and cokes, yeah. and I'm clinging to whatever. Did you say rum and coke? Because I would have gone with Zima and Jolly Rancher. Yeah, or some kind of vodka iced tea. Mix. Yeah, like a, is there? They still make that wine. That is a bold faced <laughs> lie. No, I my drink spritzer of some kind. If it's an open bar, I usually get either. Uh, well, when I was in college, I got back in my college days. I used to yeah. get rum and cokes. Actually, I went to that spring formal in college. I don't care. And on, uh, <laughs> I don't. Bit, this... <laughs> <laughs> it was. It yeah. got bad. I was. I had too many rum and cokes. Yeah. And, and uh, I ended up spilling it on myself on the dance floor. I was like, this is why I don't dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you've yeah. 
Now that you've really brought us down. Yeah, once again. Once again, you've, you've ruined the end of the show. Mike's depressing, oh, yeah. horrible depressing story. It was a pretty sad moment. Right. I was just like, oh, yeah. rum and coke all over my suit. I was like, I need to sit down. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for, for coming in. Thank you for calling in from the from the orbital, uh, the pod out there. Yeah, the monkeys are telling me they got to shut the signal down. So, all right, fair enough. And uh, Mike, thanks for joining us uh, from Brooklyn, and uh, for Ross uh, out there in the ether. Uh, I just want to say thank you for for listening to the show. If you do like the show, go ahead and leave us a, a review on iTunes. Um, or if you want to become a fan, uh, our Facebook page is Fourth Time Around. Our audio producer is Richard Simpkins, and uh, he does the editing every week with Gregory Wolf. And we'd like to take a moment out of uh, this show here to thank them both for that. Uh, they do an excellent job, and they do it very quickly. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't want to thank Greg. Okay. Uh, you mother- thinking Rich. Because he cuts out a lot of your stuff, right? Listen, if yeah. Deadweight has Greg. to go, Deadweight has to go. And he was upset. Like the Greg, first I, I podcast told you- we did, Mike called me and he was like, I think they cut out too much of my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told, I specifically told Greg to make me look good. And yeah. He's making me look like shit every we and and once week. again, I tell you, it's a podcast. I don't, you're not looking good at any. You know, it's it's audio, so yeah, you're hearing bad. You, yeah, you have See, to, that attitude that is making this show awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I was gonna go with awesome. Too, I, I, that's what we call the old switcheroo, yeah. boys. I'm, I'm, no, I'm glad we one way. I'm glad we both went awesome. Well, uh, thank you for Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. Yep. Michael Mayella. Hey yo. And Ross Everett Allsaver, this is the sixth episode of Fourth Time Around. Thank you for listening, and we are out. Alright, hold on, let me, let me look for the air conditioning unit. Hold on. Stand by. Hope there's some dude hanging over there with you, yeah. rubbing your shoulders. You might want to tell him to knock it off. Now is not the time for that free massage. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. How many Asian uh, How's house that? parlors have has Greg uttered that? And, uh, <laughs> right. How's that? <laughs> I've been playing recently on the computer is My Little Pony. Yeah, actually, My Little Pony Hearts, uh, the crossover with uh, Barbie. Um, no, I've been playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys hear me okay? Am I real? Uh, yes. I'm <laughs> no.
Nice job, boys. That was yeah. really long.